Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. I have in my hand a five-part audio series on CD entitled The Babylon Factor. How does Iraq and what is going on in that region of the world play into the end-time prophecy that is found in God's holy word? Well, that's what we deal with in this particular series, a five-part, five-hour series on CD. It's an audio series entitled The Babylon Factor. This time, we're going to look at Ishmael's true legacy. You might remember Abraham and Hagar, the Egyptian handmaiden for Sarah, had a son. His name was Ishmael. What did he do? Well, he established one nation. He did not father all of the Arab world. We'll get into that in just a moment as we take a look at the book. This is a must-listen for you. The Babylon Factor will explain why the United States military might is in Babylon, or that's the biblical name for modern-day Iraq today. So let's take a moment now and listen to Ishmael's true legacy. Well, let's look at this just a moment. Verse 16 again. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names. Now, I'm using the King James Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And if you're using something else, you may have something different there. But let me tell you what the original Hebrew is saying. These are the 12 sons of Ishmael. These are their names by their towns. And my Bible says by their castles. Well... That word, you know, I don't know of any castles that were being built at the time of Ishmael. Uh, There were castles in 1611 when this book was translated. Uh, I looked up the Hebrew word, you know what it is here? Tents. Uh, By their tents, 12 princes. Well, that word I wasn't sure about. I looked it up. It's chief or chiefs, plural, according to their nations. Ummah is the word here. The word for nations used every other place, mostly in the Bible, is goyim in Hebrew. Here it's ummah, which means, better translated, tribes. Okay, now let's see if we can understand this verse again. And these are the 12 sons of Ishmael who shall live in tents. They will be chiefs and they will live in tents and move and develop their tribes. You see, Ishmael. Oh, you know where where he went to live? Look here in verse 18. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is before Egypt, as thou goest toward Assyria. And he died in the presence of all of his brethren. That is what we know today as Saudi Arabia. Known then as Arabia. It's that piece of geography where Ishmael goes, has 12 sons. They become chiefs of tribes living in tents. And they are called Arabs, which originals usage of that word should be defined better ones, nomads. That's the original use of the word Arab. And that's what they were. Bedouin, 
nomads, living in tents. You know who else was a Bedouin or a nomad? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They lived in the desert. They would raise their sheep and goats. And then when all the pasture was gone here, they would look for greener pastures. They would take their goat skin tent, the Bedouin tent, roll it up quickly, move to another location, and set up the tent again until their animals ate up all of that pasture. Then they'd look for greener pastures. Oh, the word Arab today has a different definition. And that is any peoples of a nation that speak Arabic as their language and the majority of the people are Islamic in faith. Now see, for example, Afghanistan is an Islamic nation. It's not Arab. They don't speak Arabic. Turkey's an Islamic nation. It's not Arab. They don't speak Arabic. Iran is an Islamic nation. It's not Arab. They don't speak Arabic. Pakistan is an Islamic nation. They're not Arab. They don't speak Arabic. The nations that speak Arabic, the language of the Arab peoples, a very important language, by the way. We'll talk about it in just a moment. And those who are of the Islamic faith. Oh, there's some Arab Christians, most of them little Sikh Christians. When they use the word Christian in the Middle East, you've got to understand what it's saying. There's a little C and a big C. The big C is a true Bible-believing, born-again Christian. Blood-bought. The little C Christian is somebody who's not of the Islamic faith or the Jewish faith. Thus, they're Christian. Most of them Catholic or Orthodox. Greek Orthodox. And so, this word that originally meant nomad, Bedouin, is what these men were. Arabs. The descendants of Ishmael. Chiefs of tribes living in tents as Bedouins. You know, that's what basically Saudi Arabia is today, a Bedouin nation. The Saudi tribe, uh, um, family, the royal family, Bedouins. Remember King Hussein used to be the king of Jordan for 46 years? He wasn't Jordanian. He wasn't Palestinian, which is 67% of all the population of modern-day Jordan. They're 67% Palestinian. He wasn't either of those. You know what he was? He was from the Hashemite kingdom. He was a Bedouin. You ever notice the way he dressed? I was at the peace treaty signing between Israel and Jordan, October the 26th, 1994. King Hussein put up a Bedouin tent as a hospitality center. And President Clinton and Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin and all the other politicos came through there. And he was with his Bedouin hospitality. Bedouins are alive and well. You can ask this brother, they're all over the place. You drive outside of Jerusalem, Bedouin tents everywhere. All, oh, the richest people in the Middle East, Bedouins. The Saudi Arabians. And so they were Arabs. What Ishmael's legacy is going to be, he's going to establish a pre-Islamic world which was then going to be incorporated into the Islamic faith. What was this pre-Islamic world? Well, as I've said, they were tribes, tribal people. Tribal people. There were, what, 12 sons, 12 chiefs of 12 tribes in Arabia from Ishmael. 
And you know what they would do? They were not only tribal. They had many wives. They would move from place to place, Bedouins. But they were violent as well. You know what they would do? What did it say in chapter 16? It said, Ishmael is going to be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, every man's hand against him. I didn't say that. I'm telling you what the scripture said. Ishmael will be a wild man. Violence will be a part of their life leading up to Islam. Oh, they would go in. You know what the word Islam means? That's not peace. Salam is peace. Islam means actually submission. And first used to describe the tribal warriors who would go into one tribe, defeat that tribe with all the violence they could, and that was Islam. That's what they, here comes an Islamic man, a tribal warrior. He's going to bring these people under submission. That's where the word Islam comes from. I was checking out my Arabic with our dear Lebanese brother right here. You've got to meet this doctor if you've not met him. He loves the Lord. He's from Lebanon. And pray for him. God seems to be directing him back to his people. Boy, do we need some true Bible believing. He's a big, big C Christian that we'd be going back in there. So do pray for God's wisdom for him. But uh, I checked out and I, I was correct. He said I was right on. Have you ever heard the word hashashim? That's an Arabic word. It means the smoker of Hashish. Hashish, you know, the water pipes that they smoke and put the hashish in to get all high. Oh, by the way, there's an English word that is familiar there too. Hashashim. Assassin. The first assassins were the smokers of hashish. Wild men, Islamic warriors, braining tribes under submission. You've been listening to the third of a five-part series on The Babylon Factor. It's a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you to be able to study exactly how Iraq and what's going on militarily in that region of the world plays into the end-time scenario that is found in Bible prophecy. If you have a friend, a loved one, or an acquaintance that may be serving in Iraq, You need to get a copy of this CD so you come to a biblical understanding of why the United States is participating in this particular venture. I would like you to pass this along to friends who do have a connection with someone in that war-torn country. The Babylon Factor, that's the name of the five-hour audio series. It's The Babylon Factor, and it's available if you call our toll-free number or go to our website. You can purchase your own copy of this series. The phone number to call, it's a toll-free number, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall, and there you'll be able to see how you can get your own copy of The Babylon Factor. By the way, everything that we study in this series, The Babylon Factor, will help you understand where we are in God's time, and it will give you the evidence needed to understand the rapture. 
the next main event in God's calendar of activities where he calls all Christians to be with him forever, the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's basically nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...